Building Men is brought to you by Finish the Race Apparel, ftrapparel.com, the creators of all things Building Men, and by Become Stronger Industries, become-stronger.com, the creators of handmade steel maces, hammers, and other badass equipment. So if I can live my life and say, what does a confident person do? How do they show up every single day? Are they passive or are they assertive? Are they direct with their conversations? Are they decisive? And so I'm like, this is what a confident person, how they would approach every single moment. This is what confidence is, that that's all it takes. It's just that belief in yourself. You're listening to the Building Men Podcast with Dennis and Anthony Miralda. Brothers on a mission to help you become the strongest version of yourself mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and physically. You want to start off? Hey, brother. <laughs> What's up? What's up, brother? <laughs> How do you usually start off? Um, well, when it's you and I on together, I'm like, What's up, bro? What's, What's up, up, brother? Good morning, yeah, everybody. Then when you're not, I struggle with what do I do? Hello and welcome to hello, hello, uh, hello there and welcome to hello and welcome to like I don't know what to do in the beginning. Yeah. I really I always fumble around with you're what listening to the Building Men podcast. I know I don't want to be all serious. I don't want to be like super cheesy like a radio guy. Yeah, like, yeah, hey, we are live. Good morning, everybody. You're listening uh, to WNBC. Let's get ready to get ready. <laughs> So yeah, I don't know how to. I still haven't mastered that yet. It's something that I that I'm challenged with. I, the the exact phrase, the tagline, it's sitting out there for me somewhere mm-hmm. in the universe. I haven't pulled it down and put it into my mouth yet. <laughs> I know that feeling, but you know what? Keep trying, keep putting stuff in your mouth, and you're gonna find one Until... that fits and feels right and is just tastes. You like that delicious layup? I love that. I love that. So this is our last official recording from the studio. It's very, uh, it's an emotional experience. As I sit around and I look, uh, look out in the studio that we sit in right now with everything that's gone wrong over the past year mm-hmm. with our studio. All the things that we didn't utilize that we thought were the coolest things. Oh, ever. absolutely. We're like, we're going to put fucking, you know, a Star Wars background behind yep. us. We're going to use sound drops all the time. We had everything set up. It was just fart noises. Uh, a million we different things. We're going to have Chris Farley brother's got a hug yeah. like you were gonna have him in the background there was gonna be a million different things we had a lot of aspirations um but you know what to our credit we we've been in the studio for a little bit longer than a year a year and a hook um quick aside i love using the hook oh i use that all the time, all the time. i'll be there in like 20 in a hook or yeah. I'll be, you know seven and a hook yeah like whatever it is just like it's a little bit more um sorry <laughs> perfect did you so that does fit in your mouth the microphone yeah, does we, now we that know we that know, now. we know it I fits know. in your mouth i'm trying to fit everything around me in my mouth now just to it all checks out all right so far so good 100 yes. percent compliance here so that whole thing of a hook it's funny when i was staying at tara's house um in lavalette as you know the divorce was happening i needed a place to stay as the place where i'm living now was getting renovated i was living in in lavalette so it was it was like an hour drive from where i'm right now and it was the winter time so it was on the jersey shore it was kind of depressing time but i was doing my best to make the most of the situation and i remember when julie would come to the beach the clock down there i mean it was like a little tiny bungalow it was it was great for you know for that time of my life it was it was cool for me to go back and relive that 
but the everything in Lavalette was a little bit it was like dated it's like a 70s beach house and the clock in the house was was wrong they have like three clocks and they're all wrong in different directions right so say it's five o'clock one one clock is like 442 one clock is like 511 and one clock is 612 right so, <laughs> so you never knew what time it was and so we we called it hook time because it was like five and a hook and so we just wound up calling it hook time when we were down on so Lavalette. you could get around, around uh, what it's like five, it's like it's like five hook time five it's like time. it could be 448 it could be 512 anywhere around there but it could take an hour and a hook. At all. yeah that's perfect <laughs> It's so much easier to tell time that way rather than trying to get that specific time, you know? You just... It's a hook time. (laughs) (laughs) Four and a hook. Four and a hook. And it's easy when you're going somewhere, too, what time you'll be there, you know? I always wondered why Tara and Jimmy were late to everything. Yeah. You always... It was... We called it millet time for a while. So a hook is, what, 15 minutes? That's kind of where... I would say 15 minutes. I would say a quarter of whatever. So, like, say if it's, like... If you're talking about inches, say, mm. you know, like whatever in a hook, 12 in a hook, you're using inches, right? So like you could say like, I've used that several times, yeah. quarter, you know, if you're like, this is three of me, it's 12 and yeah. a hook, right? Yeah. It's, I would think it like be, would be a quarter past whatever, whatever the, whatever the thing is, is yeah. around a quarter. So if it's minutes, it's 15, mm-hmm. if it's inches, it's a, a quarter inch, give or take. Like yeah. even if it's a, a dot, like a dollar and a hook, it would be like a dollar oh eight. Yeah, just, you know something along those lines. We never talked about the I've, hook here. I've I'm used, glad we're but I've used it so many times time. in my life, and and now I know uh, where it where it came from. Yes, that's so I appreciate where, that. That's where yeah, it comes from. That's really good. So back to the studio when we're when we're looking around. I mentioned before it feels like Breaking Bad. The la- I won't give away the ending if you haven't. You know, oh, no, it, if you have if you haven't seen the ending of Breaking Bad right now, that's your own problem. Or, or shut up. So here, like at the end, when Walter White after he got shot. By his own gun from the trunk of the car mm. and he's he's walking around jesse escapes and he's walking around and he's looking at the meth lab and they're playing baby blue is the song in the background and he's like looking around and like i re- i did it i like i beat the system i'm not dying from cancer right now i'm dying from my lifestyle and my family's taken care of with 10 plus ten and a hook million dollars in the, in the bank right now um and i'm having that moment as i'm looking around right now it wasn't perfect by any means there were so many times that things went wrong and we were frustrated and i analogize it to christmas vacation with chevy chase when they're when he's with the lights outside and he's going around and he's putting every freaking cord together to make it happen and then finally it works and the lights go on and the angels start to sing in the background it felt like that today yeah our last day in the studio we just interviewed ryan blair who would have been a recent episode unbelievable guest but everything worked and I plugged in the cord and the camera goes on and then this happens and the sound goes on and the internet connects and we're like, we did it. We finally <laughs> we really made it. And this it. is our last episode. It's it's sad that it took this long to get to where we are today, but it made it that much better when things would work because they wouldn't work all yep. the time. So it was like all it had to do was just perform at or near expected <laughs> and we were impressed and really happy, <laughs> uh, which if it worked every time, then we would expect a lot more out of it. So. You know, we like to live in that subpar area. <laughs> right. <laughs> so there's so much more coming in the future. We'll talk about it before the end of the episode. And we just pl- press record. There was no plan for this as where I think we do our best work. But um, so in the last year and a hook, we did 80 something episodes 
on the podcast in the last year. And so looking back on those episodes, we had a couple people in studio. We had Joel Glafelty in twice. We had in uh, Jimmy Nutrition, Jim Hallin, Hallinan, and we also had in Jonathan Matthew in the studio. So we had a couple guests in the studio. Most of them were via Zoom and a couple of them were just you and I. Um, had Denny in the studio, which was really cool. We had our sisters in the studio. We had our sisters in the studio, which if you haven't seen it yet, you can go on and check out the YouTube video of us remaking. We have one comment, and it's a, I think it says, this is trash. <laughs> this, is gar- this is garbage. <laughs> We've never got a YouTube comment before, and that's the only one on everything. <laughs> this is garbage. It's excellent. Uh, that was really great. I was I like, oh my God. Time like it, like something popped in. Like, you have a comment, and I'm like, Oh, wow. Oh. Maybe it's like Alec Baldwin or Molly Shannon or someone. Yeah, it's like tagged them all. Anna Gasteyer is commenting like, you guys did a great job. No, it was like, you know, sweaty boy 219. Yeah. And said, this is garbage. Johnny jerks off a lot. <laughs> decided to write that it was uh, trash. So what was, what is a highlight or two that you've had in the studio over the last year? Oh, boy. Um, well, I think when. Hmm, let me think. I think. I think the when we first had chase tuning on that was like that was was he one of the first ones that we did in here he was in the top like going back that time chase tuning matthew pates mike bledsoe yeah it was all right like those three guys were all in that same time frame yeah. paul roseberry that's right we did like a lot we would end up having like five or six in a row when we'd be here but i remember him because i was he was a big guest that we yeah. had on and I was just like, I didn't know what, you know, the limelight got to me. I hadn't, I, I don't think I said a word. I don't think I was breathing the whole time, but no. that was that moment like, oh my God, like this is really happening. And then um, that scared the crap out of me. And from there, after I got over that initial hump of being freaked out by it, then having Bledsoe on who I've yeah. listened to my entire life. And then he was there right in front of us. And that was a big moment for me too. And I remember you told me when we got him on, um, you messaged me. Yeah. You're like, dude, you got to call me back. Yeah. You're never going to guess yes. who we got on. Yep. And that was the first time I, you know, we were interviewing someone that I've grown up listening to and that it was like, you know, a celebrity for me. So that was, that was a big, it was a big deal. It's cool when you think about back then, we were constantly throwing our line out in the water, trying to reel in mm. guests. It was like, can you introduce me to this person? Or we would go and introduce ourselves like, this is what we're doing to where we've come to now that people are knocking on the door saying, Hey, I'd love to be on your podcast or we're getting their assistant to send a bio of them. This is yeah. why you should have them on the podcast. It's pretty cool to think I about know. in a year's time frame, you know, how far that's come to me, a couple of things that stand out. One, as far as guests are concerned, moments for me were the captain, uh, having oh, Kyle Creek on. Dude, that was, that was awesome. That was legendary. Yeah. He's, one, it was like the first podcast that he had done in like the last three years. And right now he's blowing up. He's on all these different podcasts. Like he is an unbelievable dude. I, I don't remember. The, I think it was episode 104. If you want to go back and listen, that was, that was absolutely outstanding having the captain on. Yeah. Um, and just messing around with him. And he was he, so easy to talk yes. to. Like he was so uh, like down with our humor and he yes. could just hang the whole time. Because I think we, we did it to where I was like, yeah, I found something on Instagram. He's 35 years old now. I'm like, 35 life lessons you've learned in 35 years. And I was like, there was one that was really inspirational. I could say like, he's like, all right, whatever. It's about like being authentic or something. I was like, you said hippos are fucking dicks. And once I said that, he started like laughing like, all right, I see. I see what kind of humor these guys are coming with. And then he just rolled with it. It was yeah. really cool. That was, a, that was a big one for me. Anthony Trucks was a big one. He's 
he he's like my guy he's a guy that i listen to his podcast all the time read his book like he's a guy that i find he's speaking to me when he speaks nick santanastaso for me was a really really cool guest to have on nick is just a like a machine of a human being and what i liked about that one was when i asked him about his penis i mean like i'll throw it out there i was like nick you're you're on skateboards and surfboards and whatever and nick was born with hand heart syndrome so he has no legs one arm and one finger on the one arm the story is absolutely crazy to his story and i was like doesn't that hurt your junk and his reaction was like he was so appreciative that we just were treating him like a dude like bellying yeah. up to a bar having a beer like doesn't that hurt your balls dude he's like no he's like i have little stumps yeah. you know and i pull my balls Protects up close and he and, wears yeah. compression shorts yeah. and he's like no it's all good but he told us afterwards like hey man i really appreciate you asking me that question he's like some people are afraid to really ask questions that they're they're interested in so that was another big moment for me in the studio yeah and then it was a little weird when you put your hands up and told him when should i stop yeah. how big is it <laughs> That's where he was like, all right, man. He's like, and a hook. Yeah, and a hook. Yeah, it's that and a hook. <laughs> but the no, other... it, yeah, that that was, that was, and, and I've, again, I feel like we've had so many people on that I forget about that were impactful, that were just crazy conversations where like, and I've said this to you when we're done with the podcast yeah. where I'm like, I, I didn't even, I forgot that we were doing an interview and thank God you're there half the time because my mouth's open and I'm just like, oh my God, this is crazy information. Yeah. This guy's like, like I'm just listening to a podcast, but in reality we're recording it and that's what fucks me up the most is I'm like, I'm like, wait, I should probably respond at some point rather than just sitting here drooling and just, you know, waiting for the next thing they're yep. going to say. And you've come a long way in your the questioning and your conversations. When you first started, I'll bring it back to Chris Farley. You were like Chris Farley interviewing. Remember? Yeah, like, in, in, you remember when you were in the Beatles and Paul McCartney's like, yes. In, you remember when you said the love you take is equal to the love you make? Yes. That was, that was awesome. That was awesome. That was awesome. There would be no question. It was just a statement that right. would just be like, I love that. Right. And then they're like, nice. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> And I'm like, shit, that's right. And yeah, when I, it. it's funny when that we were talking about it, there were times and we had to come up with nonverbal signals between us in the studio. So I know when you were going to ask a question. So it wasn't like us stepping at each other's toes, mm-hmm. like fumbling over it. But then I was like, all right, Anthony's going to ask a question right now. So I, I was able to take like a little bit of a pause thinking what my next question is going to be. But then you just affirm something like, I, wow, I really, really loved what you said because that really resonated with me. So thank you. I, I, I love it. And they're like, Thanks. Thank you. Thanks. And I'm like, shit, I got to ask you to come up with something. I know it was, dude, still to this day, I get nervous about it. I get anxious like uh, before. And that's what always freaked me out is when I would grab the mic. Now it's like, oh shit, I got to ask a question. Yeah. It's like, it's out there. And it would all of a sudden my heart rate starts going. I start to freak out. All the limiting beliefs come up, the negative self-talk and it still comes up, but it's easier for me now to do it and I know I need to do it. So I forced myself to do it, but it literally just took practice and it would, and I would sit there and I'd be panicking and I wouldn't know what to say. And I would think I'm going to fuck it up and it would, but just like anything else, the more that you do it, the easier that it gets. And the more that I lean into that fear, the less loud that it is. And the not, it's not as scary every time that I do it, but I needed to do it. I needed to say something. And I remember I would beat myself up all the time if I was like, shit, I wanted to ask something and I didn't because I was scared. Yeah. And that's it. And I would think about that for the next three days versus 
if I'd say something and maybe I fucked it up or whatever I thought, I could get over that way quicker than the regret of me not speaking or saying something. Yeah. It's wild, right? It's yeah. like Fearvana. Like it's that, exactly the same thing. We've had a con- we had a conversation this week as you were going through like something challenging, and I was like, "Download this book and listen to it. You need yeah. to hear this book right now." And a shout out to Akshay Nanavate. I, I mean, to me, I, I just love saying, saying his name. Fucking name, yeah. dude. And right now he's in Iceland. They're doing some weird training. Of course, in he's Iceland in fucking right Iceland. And so they're in Iceland right now. He's with Kevin Demons from Scarden Unbeaten. They're out there and they're training for something that he's going to do. I don't know. I don't even know what the next I thing is. I wish you would say to. he's like he's watching Netflix right, at home yeah. in, uh, like, in Central Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I, yeah, I want him to just like, he's, like I mentioned, like, can you just put your feet up and just, you know, yeah. rock on a rock chair easy for yeah. a little bit? You Settle know? down. Like, yeah. enjoy it. Enjoy Watch the movie. View. Nope. He was like, he's like, yeah, I'm relaxing. I'm on top of Mount Everest. Yeah. On, you know, I, I did, a, I made a hammock out of like sticks and berries, and I'm on, a, I'm on the top of Mount Everest. I whittled this out of yeah. beech wood, and now I'm traveling across <laughs> the country on it. Uh, it's a hopa. It's so, a hopa. To me, the my favorite part of being here, and the audience doesn't get to to hear it as much. There would be times that you and I would go down. It would usually be after two interviews with the the fluorescent lights in here and we would get punch drunk we would just we had enough and we would throw something out and just start laughing Mm -hmm. and we could not stop it's 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 one of those experiences where you you belly laugh and you no matter what it is and you're kind of like you have that like where you're like laughing and you can't get your breath and you're like it's like 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 picture when you were in middle school trying to do a presentation with one of your best friends or like you're in the back of the class and the teacher tells you stop laughing and you just look, look at your friend and you start, start busting and all they got to do is kind of turn around and give you that that like right. side eye and you are dying <laughs> and the fact that we would try to like hold it in yes. it was making it just blow up even more <laughs> dude and there's been so many moments like that in the studio where we would we were doing i forget i mean different voices that we were doing and then the one you mentioned chase tuning and with all like love and respect towards chase tuning that the moment we we never published this but we went off on just like the chch and yeah it was the, just i mean it plays so nicely together that that we just just chase tuning and we choose we choose you chase tuning and, and I, we did that for like 40 minutes was, and we could not stop laughing it was 38 minutes yeah. longer than anyone should ever do that but we couldn't <laughs> stop and i couldn't stop laughing and it was, it was literally like a drug at that point really like i was, was so Oh, dude, it's probably the hard, like one of the hardest I've laughed in my entire life. Yeah. And Julie was saying to me, she's like, what you guys need to do is just jump on and talk about something and then just clip the funny parts of it. And, and I was like, well, that's an hour long at least uh, with us together. Right. But I agree. I think that there's so many moments where we're together. We just like shit comes up and our, you know, being brothers and all the shit that we've been through and just our senses of humor. I, I love that idea. I know pairs very nicely together and i think that's one of our strong points is the fact that we are funny yeah we are funny individuals and we can still bring the inspirational stuff we yeah. can bring we'll the motivation bring the noise. we'll bring the noise we can bring the noise and bring the whatever bring the hook bring <laughs> the noise and the hook that doesn't sound like we're bringing much there but <laughs> like yeah many and fish is a fish with noise and noise and hooks there we go so but, you're you're about to make a big life transition, which is it's all like coming together. Like you're leaving on a new journey in a week and a half from now. This is our last day in studio. We actually have a spot closer to home. It'll be a way better 
studio that we'll be in in the future but you will likely not be there very often in studio you'll be via zoom or whatever as we're doing podcasts in the future so where are you going what do you what are you doing what's your next step i am going to charlotte north carolina oh boy yeah so i ended up um i was working at this job that i fucking hated and i just was miserable every day so i finally started i was like all right I feel like I've given it the good college try at this job. It's time to start looking for another one. So I just got out of an interview and I, my cell phone was on airplane mode. I turned it back on and I get a text from one of these kids that I used to work with. He was like, bro, give me a call right away. So I call him up and he told me that he has this job opportunity for me at this gym in North Carolina. And he was like, I can get an interview if you want. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. yeah. And so it was, it was at this moment that I was at like arguably – a very low point in my life and the i hated the interview that i just went on like it was at this some bullshit place that i didn't really want to work but i just went on it because i wanted to go on an interview and i felt like it was time to do that and right when that happened that popped up and then it just sort of you know dominoed into the next thing into the next thing and then i got offered a job at one of the um the gyms down there and it the amazing thing is like, it's scaring the crap out of me, right? Um, it's a huge transition for me. It's like, I'm going from living where I am right now. My whole family's here. All my friends are here, everybody to not knowing anyone yeah. and moving to a different state. But eight months ago, this is pretty much what I manifested. This is what I wanted. If I could have wrote down, which I'm pretty sure I did somewhere that what I wanted, I wanted to move to Florida. I wanted to work at a gym. I wanted to live on my own. I wanted to be with my dog. I wanted to be in warm weather. I wanted all of these things. And you drove down to Florida. You yeah. went down to Florida and spent time down there with like Amish family. Or uh, an Amish family. That's right. For a week. Yeah. I was just like, and I just, I had no idea. I had nothing <laughs> on my agenda. Butter in Florida with that's an right. Amish family. They made donuts for me, actually. <laughs> Who and, knew that Florida had an Amish population? Dude, I found the only Amish population in Florida was, I was the place that I was staying. And I was like, why is this so cheap? <laughs> And I walked in and everybody's on tricycles. I don't know if people know this, but the Amish just only ride around tricycles, I guess. But I I don't... It was like BYOE, bring your own electricity. Yeah, dude, it was just... And I didn't know what the deal is. I didn't know. I felt like a little weird. Like, are these people nice? You know, am I am I going to... Do they want to convert me? Like, what's, what's my... I don't know how it works. I don't know. Am I like, you know... But, what, would you call it convert you to Amish? Is it like... Is it just Amishism? Is it like I have no convert idea? Convert you Amish? What is their religion? I'm gonna convert what? you Amish. I'm gonna I'm convert. Gonna... I'm gonna. You're gonna be Amish. Amish. Amishified. I. I just. I'm confused because what is like the the do's and don'ts of the Amish world? How does that work? Because I saw somebody on a fucking cell phone taking a picture, and I'm like, well, this is bullshit. Right. And here's another thing, I saw. <laughs> so weird dude uh, first it's i can't i wish i could paint this picture for you because literally it was within like a three mile radius of where i was staying and i was wondering why it was so cheap to stay here it just didn't make any sense and literally i was embedded inside of an amish community and i don't know where there's any other amish community but every single person here it was insane which that's fine i have nothing against them but i clearly stuck out and i'm walking down the street and this is when it hit me like I am, I ain't in the right neighborhood. Kansas anymore. And, yeah. And I turn around and I see a midget Amish woman walk like behind me. And I was like, what the, f how many 
how many midget Amish women do you think are in the you world? You manifested that shit when you were in college. I, I know, know. I for wrote sure. that down. I was like, I gotta make this. I gotta make this happen. <laughs> this is on my bucket list to fucking get a. a... Uh, so go <laughs> ahead. All right. So midget around. Amish woman behind you, and it was well. That's when I mean that in that moment right there, it kind of freaked me out. Like this is where the hell am I? What's going on? Like where I'm clearly I don't belong here. But I was curious, like where. Like, what can they do? What can't they do? Is it all like electronics? Is it they just don't drive? Is that what it is? Or is it sort of, has it grown to where like they're adapting a little bit, but not really? And who's in charge of making those decisions? Like, is there like an Amish council? Do they have like the elders of the yeah. Amish organization? Because there was like, a, it's very family oriented. As far as I was concerned, it seemed like every family had their little business that they ran right within the area. Right. Um, and then, yeah, is it like religious based? Is it based on like a? I want to know the answer to this. I don't have. I know. An answer so to there these. was just there was so much that I didn't understand. And um, and do the Florida Amish communicate with the Pennsylvania Amish? Like that's yeah. my experience. Is the people in like Lancaster County, the Amish in that area? Like that's mm -hmm. what I knew of. But are, are is there communication? Do they have yeah. like a long? string with the cups on either end where they're right. like all right well, yeah, this is what we're gonna can. do brother jebediah yeah and then like he communicates back right via the the cup string telephone it's possible know. i have no idea but it was very interesting and anyway so yeah i did that i drove to florida to try and figure out because that's what i wanted to do when i freaked out i was like it was it was great for what it was and but that's what I thought that I wanted. And then I drew back and I was like, you know, this isn't for me. This isn't, I'm not ready for this in this moment. But then that came on my plate, maybe like five months after that or so. Yeah. And again, it was exactly what I constructed. And then all of a sudden, all of my limiting beliefs and my negative self-talk started to pop up right when I heard that. I was like, oh shit, I can't do this. Like, this is too much. I'm not gonna be able to move. I'm not gonna be able to handle this. I'm not. And I'm like, dude, this is what I wanted. And now I can either listen to it and lean into it or believe my lower self telling me that, you know, it just wants to stay in this comfort and complacency that I've been with or been in my, for right. most of my life. So really quickly, I just don't want to let this pass when you said it was really cheap to you're, you go on out of what, whatever website that you went on and you're like, then it's, you know, Florida, I'm, I'm going down there. It's only 50 bucks. I'm like 50 bucks a night. That's unbelievable. You're like, no, 50 bucks for seven nights. That's right. <laughs> I'm going down there for 50 bucks for seven nights. I'm like, that's like $7 a night. And you go into the, into the place and they hand you like a pitchfork and there's a, a bale of hay. They're like, okay, brother anthony make Begin. your bed yeah <laughs> and there was an initiation process and that's see i didn't read the fine print and it probably didn't help that i was on amishapartments.com right so you know i just again i don't know this stuff i'm just you know some jersey kid some dope walking it's, it's not that far from from amishmidgetwomen.com that you're typically on well that was, was that was a dating app that i right. found right when i got there i was like holy shit this is a thing let's see who's out there um it was just that one woman and we didn't match so Better, yeah. better like next time. There are like six more in the entire world. I know. And I'm going to find a match. God with. damn it. It's the last thing I do. All right. So uh, I just made up a quick game in my head that you're going to play right now. Okay. And you're not allowed to say nothing or I don't know. You have to give an answer to each one of okay. these questions. So this is this is North Carolina trivia. You're going to be in North Carolina. North Carolina. 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 I don't. Carolina. Yeah, that's what you're going to be. Not Carolina. Oh. You're going to be a... 
of Carolina. North Carolina. Okay, that's what you're going to I feel like this is doing them a di- a, like a disservice because I don't know if I, I feel like everyone just assumes when we're living up north that anywhere below this, like below Maryland or Delaware, is they Del- have not, Maryland is below Delaware. It's below Delaware. God, yes. Okay. Yeah. Anywhere. In some below- like if Delaware goes out, it's like a hook All right. on the it's side. A it's like hook. a hook state. Yeah. Nice little hook state. <laughs> like my schwat um yeah anywhere below that it's just they have a southern well, accent i think like anybody I that's in north of us talks like they're from the bronx yeah from well, Brooklyn. yeah fuck you guys all right, right we're all right. we're even now okay all fine. right so um what i would like to know first is and you have to give an answer okay carolina yeah use whatever whatever accent so you're going to tell us first the north carolina state bird oh. what is it it's the 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 yellow the yellow jester bird. <laughs> All right. I'll try and do them faster. <laughs> the yellow jester bird. All right. What is the North Carolina signature dish? Oh, that's going to be grits, biscuit, and a little bit of little bit of sweet honey. Uh, who is the governor of North Carolina currently? Oh, I just fucking looked this up. Did you really? Did I you swear to God. Yeah, it's it's. Is it Jesse the Body Ventura? <laughs> What's his voice like? Is he, he's oh like, man, he's like it's it's like that deep like yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah he just like yeah. kind of screams into it. That's gonna be John Helderman, wonderful Christian boy. <laughs> and then finally, it's the North Carolina state motto that you know. Oh well, that's if you, if it doesn't fit in your mouth, it's probably gonna fit somewhere else. <laughs> Just keep trying. That's uh, the motto from North Carolina. That's the motto. <laughs> oh, do you remember when people from North Carolina would listen to this to I know, the podcast? Um, those are the and days. You're gonna you're adding one more of these assholes to your crew of people down there. <laughs> oh, it's absolutely. They don't amazing. want me. We're I'm giving Jerseyans a bad name here. Right. It's like you always say. What do you like always I say? always say? You know, try it up front or go in the back door. <laughs> You're really um like front with, back and like yeah, mouth like a butt. Lot of, yeah. A lot of sexual it's like the yin and yang. Yeah, I like to go like the polarities between okay. the two. You went went down you're that road. Going down. <laughs> down you got to get back up. Yeah, once you're done going down, get your ass back up again. Yeah, I'm going to miss this. I'm going to miss this in studio. This I has know. been uh this has been a good time. It really has been. It's been um it's been a cool journey. I'm really proud that you're doing this. It's awesome. Uh, it's like I'm going to miss this. I'm going to miss you know, bullshitting with you in person. It's like, like it's emotional. The last thing in the studio, it's emotional that it'll be our last time doing a podcast in person here together. Uh, we'll definitely do one in the future where the studio will be, but um, I'm glad you're doing this. I think it's awesome. And I, we talked this morning. I was, I just, I was on my walk getting ready to do my, my Spartan training this morning. And I, we were on the phone and I was like, we're probably going to talk on the phone more when you're in North Carolina than we do right now. We talk almost every single day. We're like teenage girls on the phone right now. Yeah. I make sure that we get our little, you know, 20 minutes just thicker in. So yeah. what are you doing? Here's what I'm doing with my legs crossed, you know, on the bed. Um, but yeah, it's, this is the stuff that I'll miss. Like the in-between podcasts of just like bullshitting yeah. and being here and kind of like essentially living in this room um, for the last year and spending so much time together. And I couldn't ask for anything better with how this played out because everything that happened happened to allow us to do this yeah. i don't know many people that can spend every day with their brother their best friend um and do it cr- talking to people and 
bullshitting with them just about random stuff yep. and like i didn't give a crap anybody listened to it because it was just like was i wouldn't trade this for yeah. the world you know what i mean and like some people can go their whole lives and never connect with their siblings like we connect with each other and i just appreciate it so much and whatever ends up happening i know that we'll end up coming back to a moment where we're doing podcasts in yes. person together it will happen again um and for now this is just kind of we're like going in the same direction essentially but where the one thing i say like the two horses remember i was talking about the horses on the same path um that's i almost went down that but you know we're veering off but we're in the same direction right yeah. now and it's just nice that we got to do as much as we could together and we're going to continue to do stuff so um yeah i'm excited it's just it's all all good things absolutely so do you have a one thing for for people um one thing if somebody stops listening they could do to change their life yeah honestly and this is the thing that i've been working on is the belief and i know that we just talked to the um the guy ryan today and it's believing that you can be the person that you want to be like today like just taking on and embodying that in how you every action every messy action that you take believe that you're worthy of doing that because for myself i just kept trying to get all of these external things outside of myself so i would try and work out more hit a pr or eat this way or get a new job or live somewhere else or um, get a new apartment whatever the hell it was in hopes of getting away from my limiting belief mm -hmm. but it all came down the end of the equation was always the same it was that limiting belief so rather what i've been trying to do and what i think people should try and do every single day is take that limiting belief and flip it on its head and for me it's being more confident so if i can live my life and say what does a confident person do how do they show up every single day are they passive or are they assertive are they direct with their conversations are they decisive and so i'm like this is what a, a confident person how they would approach every single moment and and i do that enough to provide myself with the evidence that i am confident and maybe in the beginning i'm faking it or i'm borrowing it from someone else mm -hmm. but i'm using my imagination like this is what confidence is and then i could start to believe that because that belief he just showed us in the last podcast um that that's all it takes is just that belief in yourself and starting there versus assuming that the goal is going to get you the belief because it sometimes it doesn't always work out that way that's a good one i like that one a lot Building men of character, integrity, strength, compassion, and empathy through transformational mentoring, coaching, and motivational speaking is our mission here at Building Men. To work with me as a one-on-one -on -one life coach, you can find information in the show notes or you can visit our website at buildingmen.io where you can book a free 30-minute discovery call to help you become the strongest version of yourself mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and physically. Now, back to the show what about you to me it's I, I i've gone back and forth with this i really believe it's it's waking up with like the intention to do something in service of other people like really spending time like adding value to other people's lives uh, what i what, we we had jeffrey oaks on uh, back in november time frame mm -hmm great dude but he talked about hey just reach out and say you're thinking about someone and i really i i do that i will honest to god i do that every single day multiple times a day i will reach out to someone 
um, and just say, hey, hope all's well. I'm thinking about you. Hope you're having a good day today. Let me know if I could do anything to help you. Just and with no other reason than just like that might be something that someone needs. And some people probably look like, oh, this fucking guy again. You got to be kidding me. Like, but there are some people that have reached back out like, you know, I really needed to hear that today. So Mark Picard, I reached out to him uh, last week and he's he had a he's had a he had a tough run. He was out in France for a while trying to produce a movie or a show out there, came back to to Spain and he just happened to listen to the message. And he's like he reached back out to me. He's like, I really needed to hear this today. He said, the fact that you were thinking about me, asking me how things were going and if there's anything that you could do. He's like, I was having a tough day and I really needed to hear this. And so him saying that to me, like validated the importance of doing that. And I, don't, I do it like it does. It makes me feel good, like self-servingly. It, it makes me feel good when I reach out to someone saying like, hey, man, I'm thinking about you. It, like it puts me in a positive mindset. It sets me in a good space. Like I just have this energy around like, all right, I, I'm thinking about another person. I reached out. Like hopefully that, that helps them in some capacity. But it's if you're doing something in service of other people, like it, it enriches your life in a really positive way. So there's a million things that I could pick from, but that's something that I, that I definitely do every single day. That's beyond like a habit, or it's beyond like a cold shower, or like you know meditating. Right. That's something that anyone could do tomorrow. Just pick up your phone, send a message, send an email, send a send a letter to someone. Hey, I'm thinking about you. Hope all is well with you. It, that could have a ripple effect that you know, goes well beyond anything you could have initially intended. And it takes just one person for that to change their life. Like you've reached, you've reached them in that point where they are at their lowest and they re- and you don't know when that's going to happen. Yeah. Right. But when you do that, you could have completely changed the, the path or even just their day as simple as that. But that's enough to do it all the time. And maybe it starts out self-serving, but I think part of one of our human needs um, is is that is serving others. Like we do this not for the like the fame, the success, all of that is well and good. But after that, it's about serving others. It's about giving back. It's about giving your wisdom and knowledge to others, or just telling them that you're thinking about them in some way. And I know that for me, I wish that I had that in certain points of my life and didn't have that. You know, and, and there were certain times where the line where someone would reach out would just feel energetically that I was in need of that. And it completely changed my day around. Everything went differently because someone said, hey, how you doing? You want to talk? And I just start crying my eyes out because all they did was just ask me how I'm doing. Right. And there's people who are on the brink of suicide and no one asked them that. And it could have prevented that moment right there just from someone saying, I care about you people care about you it there's just so much value in that and it goes so much further than just you know just asking how someone's day is it completely changed their life in that moment who is the the ufc fighter patty yeah the guy who just uh just fought and And like that went viral like afterwards he talked about that he had a friend over the past week who committed suicide and he was like listen especially for men it's so tough to reach out for help if you're struggling, but do that. Like, let's normalize those conversations. If you're struggling with something, reach out to someone. Like, I don't, like, even if you're listening and and you've never met us before, send us a message, send us an email, like just saying like, hey, I need help. I need someone to talk to right now. And And if we can't help you, we'll put you in the direction of someone that can. And it's like, even if for me, when going through my spells of depression and anxiety that I constantly battle and it comes in waves, my thought is always I'm alone in this. No one understands how I feel. No one's feeling the same way. No one gets it. I'm the only one. I'm stupid for feeling this. I, I all of a sudden just start 
playing this vicious cycle, this loop from hell. But in reality, there's so many people that feel the same exact way that we feel on a day-to-day basis, but they just don't ever talk about it. They keep it inside, they internalize it, and then it builds up and builds up until the point where they feel like the only way out is to end it all. And that's not the case. And there is so, so many outlets and there's so many people that are going through the same stuff you are. Me in particular, I go through all of these things on a day-to-day basis and I make sure to reach out to people and to be vulnerable and to be authentic and to make sure that I voice when I don't feel good in this moment because now I can, I'll never let myself get to that point where I'm in that dark hole and I can't get out. Right. And then you don't talk to somebody. I remember you had a conversation with me um, around your birthday when you turned 30 and you were like, I was in a really, really dark spot, like, like in the past, like couple months. And I was like, why didn't you talk to me about it? You know, like I, but, and now like this most recent bout that you had, you reached out to me. You're like, listen, I need to talk. I'm really struggling right now. Yeah. So just the, the, the growth that's happened with you and recognizing that, that you can lean into other people during that time. Yeah. Powerful stuff right there. The, the one big question that I have as you're moving down to North Carolina Currently, uh, one of the ways that you're making money is you go down to the beach and you rub lotion on the lower back of of elderly men. What mm-hmm. are they going to do now for for their uh, UV ray protection? Well, I have a stand in for the moment, um, and I've been upping my your rate rub downs. No, I've just been doing it more often. Oh, I okay. kept my rate the same because I wanted, you know, to make sure that. But I'm giving them like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing, I used to just do once a week. Now I'm doing multiple a week. I'm making sure that they can and get the their And the heat in Jersey right now has really helped out your business. Yeah, like, exactly. I know. I mean, you can't make this up. What I'm, lotion I'm do you use again? I forget the, the lotion. Um, it's, it's the <laughs> sweet buttercream. <laughs> and it's, so it's been extremely lucrative and I feel terrible. But you know what? All good things have to come to an end and I'm hoping up, I'm hoping I have enough um, testimonials that this can kind of bleed into North Carolina. And, you know, I'm putting it out there that I'm also open to midget Amish women, you know, um, uh, (laughs) you know, whoever really needs a good lotion rubdown from a strong, strong, capable man. I'm willing. (laughs) I'm willing and able and here. And I'm hoping it'll pick up when I get there. Who's so. uh, who's just within the average range and a hook. That's right. <laughs> Whatever the average is, add a hook onto that. And that's that's your boy. That's your boy right there. Uh, so this episode was brought to you by the Yellow Jester Bird of <laughs> North Carolina. Yellow Jester Bird. <laughs> I don't know why that was the first thing that came to my head. Uh, it's got to be in the title. Yellow Jester Bird. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know why that came up, but... It's, so can you um can you take us out and to the sponsors but you have to add in chop club for men uh dave robinson yeah chop club for men uh you have to add that in there somewhere all right but do do the uh you want to do the outro to the podcast in our last ever studio oh man all right so it's a lot do you want to do like a practice run thank you for listening to the building men podcast building men is brought to you by fdr apparel get your apparel <laughs> Um, uh, become stronger industries for your badass maces and steel products <laughs> and the chop club, our boy, Dave Robinson, chopping it up.
<laughs> with the chop man. <laughs> you ever get like the little fill-ins that you say? Um, and uh, <laughs> go one step further than you thought you go. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> with all your your steel tchotchkes that you're gonna be. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. It was terrible. No, it was, it was excellent. It's exactly what we needed to end uh, to end our experience here. All right. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I love I love hearing you do the the. the I'm so bad at like on a whim like that when you just ask me. I just I panic. I panic, and that's so unlike me because <laughs> right. I am confident. Do you, you know. want to do you want to run it do one more time you want to do now that you had like your trial run through dry run we're gonna dry, do a sweet dry cream run. butter run <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening to the building men podcast building men is brought to you by ftr apparel and become stronger industries for badass steel maces and steel equipment and the chop club <laughs> with none other than dave robinson <laughs> Chop it up, my man. Keep on chopping. <laughs> Can't do it. Go one step further than you thought you could. Could do it Go. up. Go. <laughs> Go. Oh, fuck. We'll see you next time on Building, Building Men. Building Men. <laughs>